0: Hello, my KCSS fans. This is Chanel, the host of the Jam On It podcast. If you listened to my last podcast, I mentioned how I will be bringing back another artist to interview, and I did bring some clues. I did say that she is 19, she is born to German parents who are musicians and artists as well, and that she is currently living in Antigua. So if you blues clues it, then And you figured out that it is 19-year-old singer Aura. And it was fantastic to chat with her. It was the most down-to-earth, very conversational of all the chats I've had. And you're definitely going to hear that. But we talked about, since she does currently live in Antigua, like, where should I go if I were to visit Antigua? And then we also chatted about her new bangs. The musical influence she may share with her future children. No rush at all. And my attempt to speak in German. Yes, that's towards the end. So make sure you listen to the entire interview. Don't fast forward it because, you know, I want to surprise you all. So here is our conversation with Jamie, a.k.a. Aura. Hi. Hey, or should I say Aya? I think that's Elvish for hello. Oh
1: my gosh. You're like on it. Whoa.
0: Whoa. All right. I try to quickly school myself. I was like, I really want to impress Jamie.
1: <laughs> I'm so impressed right now. I was not expecting that. That is, I, Aya, Aya, I actually, to be honest, I've never like conversed in it before. So like, I don't know the pronunciations. Don't at me on that. But that is very impressive. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what? I was
0: looking up at they have different variations on saying hello. And I'm not sure if one is more like a general, like formal greeting or informal, but I kept seeing Aya and a longer one. I'm like, I think I could pronounce Aya. So I'm going to go with that. How's the weather like in Antigua?
1: Honestly, right now it's so hot. There's like a massive like heat wave and like the studio, which is where I am right now is the only room in our house that has air conditioning. So I'm in here a lot for other reasons unrelated to music. And my mom, she
0: loves vacationing in the Caribbean because of the weather and, you know, the tropicalness and stuff like that. And so we've been to Dominican Republic, Jamaica, Bahamas, but we have not yet gone to Antigua. So I'm wondering, like, what are some spots I should check out in Antigua if I ever fly over there?
1: Uh, You should 100% go. I obviously am biased, but I do think Antigua is like one of the most wonderful islands in the Caribbean you 100% need to go oh my gosh Mermaid Gardens is like a cool little spot by this beach called Galleon Beach which is an English harbor this is a lot of information but it's one of my favorite places to go to in Antigua there's like rock pools and like the water's like super clear there's like a little cliff you can like jump off of which sounds very like kind of dangerous I don't do it often but on calm days it's like beautiful and that's one of my favorite spots. And then other than that, there's just so many amazing beaches here.
0: I feel like I would be the one jumping off a cliff and then my mom's just praying, like, I hope she makes it alive. <laughs>
1: Honestly, it's terrifying. It is terrifying.
0: I've done it once and i that's it. Um, Other than that, I've like gently slipped off it. And then I also noticed on your story, you recently were roller skating.
1: Oh my God. You saw that? I wish yes. you had- <laughs> I really wish you had seen that. I don't know why. I just, I thought it was so funny because I'm so terrible at like anything to do with sports. I'm such like a not that kind of person, like everything, like all the sports, I'm just bad at them. And like, I just have terrible coordination. So I tried it and like, it's just so funny because I'm there struggling, like can't even like get on both of my feet. And then these kids are just like breezing, like just past me, like, what is she doing?
0: Awkward. (laughs) I can't even, skate backwards like i tried and then i went to a roller rink like not too long ago and like i have to like move my body forward to like keep my balance but then like after 30 minutes i was like and my back's out
1: <laughs> you have to literally hunch forward and that's not a very comfortable position to be in
0: and then i also got a compliment because you know now you're rocking these bangs because for a while you had like the you know side part what was the change like what prompted you to do this new hairstyle
1: Oh, thank you. I honestly, it was like the day before my birthday. I was at the hairdresser. Insanely impulsive decision. I think, I don't know, I feel like everyone's got to like cut bangs at some point in their life, whether it's like when you're a kid or I don't know. I just never had them before. And I'd always been curious. So like, why not just do it? It's a good look on you. I've tried doing bangs because, you know, like
0: I feel like bangs, like, they come in and out of style. So it's like everyone has bangs and it's like, OK, maybe I should do the bangs and then I do it. I'm like, oh, it, it does not look good as when I was like in first grade. <laughs>
1: It's so funny because when you're a kid, it's just, like, those hairstyles just look cute. And then when you're older, it's like, yeah, oh, doesn't work, doesn't like I don't know how to style them. Like, only now. I'm like, I like, do I understand how to style them? When I first got them, I think I looked really weird.
0: But I'm glad that if there wasn't, like, a drastic change to the hair. Because it's, you know, just like Ariana Grande. I would be like, <gasps> got rid of the ponytail. Like, no, that's her signature look. <laughs> like, she got rid of her emerald color hair. <laughs>
1: yeah, I know what you're saying. I'm, like, I'm really struggling with it. Because, like, I... I've literally had green hair for five years, and that's a very long time. And I'm like quite young, so like that's a lot of my like young life. And it's just like very weird because I don't remember myself like not with green hair at this point. So I think if I remove it, like if I go to another hair color, I think I'm actually having an identity crisis. It's very Sailor Pluto. Oh yeah, I usually get Neptune, but I'll take Pluto as well. Yeah, they were definitely hair inspirations. Hundred well. percent.
0: Speaking of uh, Ariana Grande, for someone who started a fan account of Ariana Grande, and now you have your own fan accounts.
1: Oh my gosh, girl, <laughs> you know things. I'm scared. I do know. <laughs> I'm scared. Oh you're my god, not, you're
0: not oh. the first one to say that. They're like, what else do you know?
1: What else do you know? I'm so I'm like scared right now. Oh yeah, I properly freaked out about that for a while. And when they first started coming in, and I saw them, it was insane. Cause yeah, I had that fan page for like two, three years, and I think I ended up having like three thousand followers or something decent. And I just like I spent so much time like editing these videos of Ariana Grande, and it's just like so weird now that I have people that do that with my face in my music. It's weird and it's really cool and I love it and I'm very grateful for it because I understand exactly what goes into it. You
0: um, would have passed my media class because one of our projects was to like you know, either create a social media account or a webpage or a video and get like at least a thousand followers or a thousand views. And you're like, I already got 3000 followers. <laughs> oh
1: my, a girl, baby. I wish that was an assignment. Oh my gosh. I actually went to her concert.
0: She's an artist. I definitely would love to see it. But speaking of seeing, I saw you live and this is going to sound like forever ago because of the pandemic makes, you know, time feel longer. But <laughs> I saw you in San Francisco when you were supporting
1: you did oh I my did. gosh you were there mm-hmm. that's absolutely wild that was a while ago oh my god it was
0: yeah and I was like oh my gosh like I instantly fell in love with your music and I'm like at some point like I have to interview Aura
1: oh my gosh and here we are right
0: yeah oh my gosh <laughs> you know if I would have
1: told myself in the past that you're going to interview Aura I'd be like really what <laughs> oh my gosh that's so cool that's no that's awesome I love that show I like that entire tour was like amazing for me. I just learned so much on that tour.
0: Now, a song that really stuck out to me the most when you were performing live was Outsiders. And I know that you sample a Pink Floyd song. Now, you you mentioned in an interview that, you know, your dad was a huge musical influence. Your dad introduced you to Pink Floyd and it made me wonder whether, you know, in the future when you become a parent, what musical artist would you want to share with your children
1: my god what a question I've never gotten that one before I really love Claro I think her music is really emotionally just educational I think Taylor Swift as well because everybody just needs to know the emotional guidance I got from her music growing up I like want the future generation to also get some of that but obviously there's so many amazing artists that are popping up that uh, have the same style of emotional storytelling so I do love Lana grew up listening to her and she definitely shaped a lot of my everything I mean obviously Ariana's as a fan I think that's something I'd have to do
0: like she said god is a woman
1: Truly. I'm like giving you so many answers right now, but there are, I mean, I'm definitely missing like so many people, but I would definitely force like multipliers down my kids' throats to like-
0: <laughs> You're like, I'm forced, <laughs> you got to listen to them. <laughs> like you got to listen to this. There is no other choice. But- yeah. I would throw in the neighborhood as well.
1: You like read my mind. Holy crap. Are you in my brain? I think what? so. It's the psychic energy oh I'm, I'm picking God. off of you. I love the neighborhood so much. You probably read that somewhere. Did you read that somewhere? I did. I did see that you covered Scary Love. I love them so much there. I actually have an entire like playlist that's just called I love the neighborhood on Spotify.
0: Oh, I got to look this up.
1: (laughs) It's just all of their songs, like all from every album. No, I don't know if
0: someone else has already asked you this, but I feel like I have to ask, you know, based off your song emoji, what's
1: your favorite emoji that you use? The one with the glasses, with the sunglasses, I use that way too much.
0: And the one that's like staring with like the blushy face. I do the sunglasses one, and I do like the smirk.
1: <laughs> oh, the smirk! Oh, I like the smirk too. I also like the the drunk one because I just love the expression so much.
0: Now, did you know that when you released your EP soundtrack to an existential crisis, on that same day, so did churches. They dropped their fourth album, Scream Violence, and Halsey's new album, If I Can't Have Love, I Want Power.
1: Yeah, I did. <laughs> a lot of music dropped in, like, the past two weeks, a lot of albums, and it's just been, like, insane. I think I probably put the, like, craziest, like, time to put something out. You
0: know, the name of your EP, and I'm sure that you've heard about this, like, when people say they're having a midlife crisis or, you know, a middle age meltdown. But did you feel like maybe you had, like, this crisis happening, like, because of the pandemic, and this actually helped you write
1: the EP? That was definitely the case. I don't know, just like being back home for such a long time, I, you know, the nature of of this whole profession, like you really just never settle anywhere and just being forced to settle in one spot for like a year was crazy for me. Like I, so many things came up that I just had conveniently ignored for like the entire time. (laughs) And it's just like, yeah, there was so much to deal with. So many emotions were getting uncovered. Like so so much was happening in my personal life that it just really felt like what I needed to make at the time to get through it. And I mean, a lot of the songs were written during that time. A lot of the songs were also written like before and they just like fit into that perfectly. Yeah, I, I also wrote it cause I knew that people were, you know, gonna be feeling this way, like also especially more around this whole time. So it was a cool thing to just like give. <laughs>
0: And it was a perfect timing too, although like despite the circumstances, but you're talking about songwriting process and how these things kind of happened before during COVID and also like, you know, personally what you were going through. And I know that with this EP, there's like a roller coaster ranging from different emotions and topics. And you've openly discussed about mental health anxiety and your relationships. But what was really interesting is that you see sometimes when you write songs, they don't necessarily are like really about you. Sometimes you write, you know, fictional. And I'm curious as to when you're writing a song, like when do you decide like, okay, this is going to be about a fictional character or this is going to be about me and kind of picking and choosing which emotions to like fill that void in.
1: It happens mainly when there's a certain vibe to the song that, I like I can hear it in the track and I can hear it in the melodies, but I can't quite like contribute the lyric that directly like in that moment is coming from me like I, you know, if it's like an angry song but like I'm not actually angry about anything but it just feels like, you know, we've created that in the other sounds then like, I'll start. Thinking about like something I can <laughs> I can make up or something I can pull from like something I've seen recently you know or you know something like that basically it's just like more like curating like what works best for the vibes.
0: <laughs> now do you like feel that you have to also put your emotions to check whether like making sure maybe one doesn't over consume you?
1: Oh gosh, I definitely write about certain emotions more than others. Like 100%. So <laughs> I think that just naturally happens. If all you want to write is
0: like some sad, dark pop songs, you know, just go for it. Yeah. You know what's funny? I saw a post on Facebook and it made me like freaking laugh. It was a picture of the band The Cure and it says, if you don't know who this band is, congratulations because you don't have depression. <laughs>
1: Oh my gosh, that could be filled in with so many different artists. So most of the people,
0: like since we've been like shut down before that one year (laughs) in 2020, and what do we do? We can't go out. We have to stay in, and then most of us were like binging shows on Netflix, and I was, you know, one of those people. And your song Panic Room popped up, and I'm like turning it up, and I'm singing along. I was like, oh my gosh, yes! And it made me think. I was like, you know. Cause I know you're a huge fan of anime. I was wondering like, where else would you like to like see and hear your music,
1: whether it's a show or an anime? Like I would die if my song was in an anime. That's one of my like bucket list, like dream things. Would love that just to be involved in anime in some kind of way would be amazing. Do you have a specific <laughs> anime in mind or maybe a Studio Gimby movie? I mean, that's probably close to impossible, but obviously, if I could just, like, pick. <laughs> obviously, like, Studio Ghibli would, would be a dream. I literally have, like, a Kodama for Princess Monoke, like, tattooed on my arm. <laughs> <Yeah>. Wow! <laughs> it's definitely shaped my creativity in many ways, like, all those movies. So, that would be incredible. And other than that, like, I do watch quite a lot of contemporary anime as well.
0: Like and that. you did a music video, Dead Girl, which is animated and i'm wondering is that going to be a new direction for you where we may see a little bit
1: more animation in your videos i mean i would love to do more of that in the future i think i definitely want to like explore different styles as well but that one was super cool to do like it's definitely more of like kind of a video game vibe than anything else
0: and then i know that you uh years ago you also toured with lewis capaldi and and i actually interviewed another artist who toured with Louis Capaldi and I know that you have a Scottish fan base and he's Scottish too. I have you heard of the artist Honor his abbreviations are O N R Hmm, not sure I'll check him out I always want to give him a plug because he's like such a fantastic artist and I
1: just saw like the mutual connection I'm like oh you both toured with Lewis Capaldi I was like I wonder if she knows him yeah Lewis like also is like a touring animal like been so many tours and I actually myself like I know so many people as well that have toured with him that was also an amazing experience oh
0: just, that's awesome yeah. yeah did you learn anything because I know you said that when you toured with Tova Strika, you you learned a lot so did you learn anything also touring with Louis Capaldi? Oh
1: yeah, totally. I think that was my, actually I'm pretty sure that was my first tour. The first time that I like really fully got over my stage fright and managed to like, just develop confidence on stage properly. Cause that was hard for me in the beginning.
0: Yeah, it was really fun. <laughs> well, I applaud you for overcoming uh, your anxiety of stage fright, cause it's not easy for everyone. <laughs> I even get like, you know, anxiety when I do interviews too. Like, how's this going to go? Ah, yeah.
1: Of course. I totally understand that. Like, it's so easy to. to (laughs) Yeah. Oversight yourself. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Like, I I used to do that all the time. I think it's just like literally practice. (laughs) And then like, after a couple of years, it's like, oh, wait, it's better now. It's fine.
0: So Uh, what are your plans now that you released your EP? Like, you know, uh, are you thinking maybe when things are safe and better that
1: you're going to go on tour? I'm like dying to. So yes, I hope. I mean, we're probably looking more like uh, next year for that. But um, but I definitely would love to do something somewhere. (laughs) All right. Awesome. I'm going to be
0: looking forward to that. I'll make sure to continue like checking out your Instagram story and see if you ever go back roller skating again. (laughs) Oh my god. So I'm going to say this okay. Dankeschön, which is I think German for thank you. <laughs> that
1: was great. Dankeschön.
0: Dankeschön. Okay.
1: Auch oh, vielen Dank. <laughs> oh, is that you're welcome? <laughs> oh, it's also like yeah, vielen Dank is like much th- like many thanks.
0: Oh. Like- gotcha. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I was like thinking like okay, I'm going to open up with Elvish and then conclude of German. That is so epic. I congratulate you on your genius. Oh, was- uh, I know something
1: else. Na, 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 Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what did you just say? Hang on. Uh,
0: do you know that song by Nena 99 Red Balloons?
1: Yeah, I do. Okay,
0: so every Once time I, l- I-, I listen to it in German, she's like, na, 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 Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: now I know what you're talking
0: about. Yeah. <laughs> that was the only German <laughs> I knew. if
1: you ever need more german you know
0: let me know awesome okay if i ever also go to germany i was like who's gonna my quick german tutor (laughs) all right well thank you so much aura no worries at all this was great i'm sure you kcss listeners out there are making fun of my german pronunciation i'm not mad at you okay i totally butchered that but hey i was trying i was trying to impress aura and you know what it seemed like she was especially when i opened it off you know talking to her in elvish the song underneath that you're listening to is an instrumental of scary love by the neighborhood which you could watch aura cover amazingly and check out her awesome ep soundtrack to an existential crisis oh my gosh this is a masterpiece that you definitely can tell that aura took her time and patience mastering this EP for her fans for us and you know for me to share it to you definitely check out her track hush that's my favorite as well as screw feelings bite marks dead girl like literally I could list every song and it's a bop so go support Aura my girl from Antigua and I'm hoping that she comes to California very soon thank you so much Jamie thank you to Columbia Records and you know what Don shun to the KCSS listeners out there. Until next time, hasta la vista from your host Chanel.